Hello and welcome back to SEMA's podcast, Y'all Ready for This, where we talk about all things emergency management and emergency preparedness to make sure that you and your family are ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. This week we are joined by a group of experts and we're going to be talking about the evacuation assembly area. That might not mean anything to you right now, but by the end of this podcast you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It's a fantastic resource for Chatham County residents. Today, my co-host is Seth Sawyer, who works in the preparedness division at Chatham Emergency Management Agency. Seth, thanks for joining me today. Sure. And our subject matter experts are none other than Jeannie Alday and Kelvin Lewis. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thank you, glad to be here. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. And what is the evacuation assembly area when is it open? Give me a few details about what's going on with the center. Okay, the evacuation assembly area is the centralized point where uh, citizens in Chatham County who need to evacuate but don't have their own mode of transportation to leave the county can assemble uh, at this, currently at the Civic Center uh, and they can take uh, cat buses to the Civic Center or they can take private transportation there and be dropped off or walk any way that you can get to the Civic Center. Um, we assemble the citizens there and prepare them to uh, get on buses and then they'll be taken to the uh, evacuation point that at that particular event has been established through SEMA and uh, there we bring you in and we register you, get all our pertinent information, get you ready to go, uh, let you know what you need to, to uh, expect when you get there. Typically the uh, evacuation center is opened about 48 to 36 hours ahead of the expected event. Um, that is before the tropical storm force winds arrive so that we have plenty of time to get everyone out safely. So no panicking, no need to, you know, be um, in a hurry. Um, you know, we'll get everyone out safely. Uh, just follow the directions that are given uh, through SEMA and through uh, emergency management about when to, to come to the Civic Center and, you know, what you need to bring. So uh, again, about anywhere 48 to 36 hours before we expect uh, to start seeing bad weather. Awesome, that was a great overview. Thank you, Jeannie. Yeah. So uh, what agencies are involved in the EAA operation? Well, that's a, that's a good question, Seth. There are a number of uh, agencies uh, throughout the county that's involved. And agency might be kind of limiting the number of actually involved personnel and, and groups. We have um, we have the cities of Savannah, we had the various municipalities throughout the county who all have active participation. We have volunteer groups, we have social groups, we have, you know, it's just a host of entities. If you count the numbers, that number can range anywhere from 13 to 30 uh, participant agencies. And within those agencies, there are various departments that support those things. So it's a huge, it's a huge amount of agencies and organizations that are involved, including those governmental and non-governmental agencies that participate in this mass exodus that we did. 
Wow, so it seems like it's really a, a full, I'm gonna use the word team Chatham kind of effort. It's, it's all of Chatham County that comes together to make this center possible. Is that, is that an accurate statement, Kelvin? I would say yes. I mean, it is definitely a team action. And the beauty, the beauty of it all is that we're all focused on one objective, and that's getting people to a safe place. And everybody just pulls together. There is no, uh, I mean, everybody rolls up their sleeve. The titles are left at the gate or at the street, and everybody just pitches in and do it, whatever their assigned role is. And that's the nice thing because Senior has done a great job in assigning, getting all of these various responsibilities assigned out to various agencies and groups. And those groups take those responsibilities. And then, so Jeannie and I job is really pretty easy, uh, just making sure those jobs are, are, are executed accordingly. But I tell you, it's, it's very rewarding. It's just a serious and bad, horrible situation that we're having to do, but it's very rewarding to do it and to watch all these agencies work together. Very cool. You know, I failed to mention that you two are, are being interviewed today because you are the gurus of this site. You guys are our site managers. So that is, that's why you guys are explaining it. So listeners understand that you are talking to two people that know the EAA process and they are really excellent and do a fantastic job. All right. So Jeannie, I think we're going to jump it back to you. Who is eligible to use the EAA of our listeners? If, if they want to know if they could go, who can go? All right, any citizen in Chatham County that needs transportation out during an evacuation. Um, if you don't have your own means of, of getting out, maybe with family or friends, you, you know, your transportation might not be reliable. You just really want to be able to make sure you're safe and, and get out timely, then you certainly are welcome to uh, use the evacuation center for that purpose. And it can be single individuals, it can be families, you know, one or two, it could be 10 or 20, um, whatever needs to happen for you so that you can get the safety. Awesome. Now, is this service free? Absolutely. Not only is it free, Seth, we pride ourselves, every member of this organization that's involved with the EAA meets a standard of providing first class service. Uh, years ago, we were using Chatham County school buses uh, as the mode of transportation. We've now, through a county, have entered into a contract where we have multiple uh, first-class coach bus buses providing this transportation. We we take uh, we take pride in that. In fact, that we also have transportation special needs um, in doing that, and we also have uh, the nice thing about this, even during this pandemic. Thank God we didn't have a, a situation last year, but we were ready for it. Uh, we did some planning, we were ready, we got the social distancing thing in place. And so, yeah, but it's free. It's free and it's first class service and you will probably get the best treatment for travel ever. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, all right, so let's say Kelvin just sold somebody. They are ready and they are now adding them, adding this to their plans for an evacuation. Is there something they can do now to register? Do they register on site? How does that process work? All right, there's no need to pre-register. Um, just if you have the need at that time, we know things change for people. So you might be ready now. And then at, that, at the time of the event, maybe something's changed for you. So you just need to arrive at the evacuation center while we are assembling and, and 
uh, it is open for operations and that announcements go through the emergency management uh, group. So as, as long as you arrive there, we will bring you in. We have seating. We bring everybody in, try to get you out of the, usually the heat um, and have a space for you to sit while you wait for your turn. Um, we take people in order as they arrive. Uh, as we are ready, as uh, Kelvin ha handles our actual, he can, is like the bus marshal out there. So once he lets us know inside that he's ready for a group of people to come, we bring you down out of the stands and we register you and your family, uh, whoever's traveling, and then we'll take you directly from the registration tables right out to the buses. So you're not spending a lot of time standing in line or standing outside in the heat as much as we can possibly you know, handle that. Um, and then Kelvin will take care of you from there, get you on a uh, air conditioned charter bus. And uh, then as soon as they, uh, the buses are full for that round, then we will take you on your way. Sounds like a fantastic process. I'm gonna say it seems pretty smooth. Like you guys have done this a couple of times. A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say someone has mobility challenges or an access functional or medical need. What, what services are available at the EAA for these individuals? Okay. Um, if you do arrive at the EAA with um, some mobility challenges, then we have an area with the functional medical needs assessment where you'll uh, arrive at that registration table and they'll help assess what your needs are um, and whether you're able to travel with the general population or whether you need some special assistance. Um, and if there is special assistance needs, we have uh, buses that are set up to handle that and you'll go with the same groups in the same typical process, but it'll be a, a specialized bus that'll be able to handle your special need. All right, so someone is registered, they're ready to go, they've stopped by to see Kelvin uh, as our bus marshal out there. Um, how are they transported and ultimately where are they going? What are they, where, what can they expect when they get to their evacu evacuation destination? Okay, uh, uh, multiple questions. So I'm gonna to attempt to answer this in order. Um, once a person is registered uh, for our team inside, uh, they're then escorted outside and uh, loaded to their assigned bus. Uh, we try to do this expeditiously so the buses are already staged and ready to go. Um, each bus has a, an actual bus coordinator that will make sure that we check their tickets and check them in. Uh, because of the pandemic, we won't, we will allow people to actually take uh, their luggage, which, and that's a loosely used term, luggage, uh, on the bus with them right now and, um, and board the bus. Um, the location is based on the partners at other locations that are accepting our, uh, our participants or our citizens. Um, so that could be, we will inform you at the time you're loaded, but we can't pre-inform you because we may not know. We may be, uh, reach capacity at one uh, receiving facility. Therefore, we may have to start putting people at other facilities, but we'll let people know where they're going so they can email, text their loved ones, let them know where they're going. But I guarantee you, it will be a safe place for them. 
Wonderful. Now, will families ever be put on separate buses or sent to separate locations? We try to, doing the registration part, um, right, a program, we try to uh, identify as many family members or groups that are traveling together and we try to make those accommodations wherever possible. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you we can be 100% sure or accurate on that, but we do try. But if they, if say there are 10 people that are traveling together, we will try to make those 10, you know, accommodations for those 10 people. But if someone later comes up and say, oh, I was traveling with that group uh, uh, and I wanted to go where they're going, I can't guarantee that. Uh, no one can because they should have stayed together. Stay together, the, the chances of getting you located together and traveling together is better. You can't, uh, we don't know because at any point that, that location could fill up and we have to start relocating people to other facilities. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, Kelvin. If you want to travel with a particular group of people, show up and register with, with that group of people. And that would almost guarantee that you guys are gonna try to keep that, that group together. So that's a good way to look at it. I like that. All right, so one of the most famous questions that we get, especially with a hurricane evacuation, what about my pets? Can pets come to this center? What kind of services are available for, for pets in this in, at the EAA? Yes, um, absolutely. We do, uh, we have special registration and special services to, uh, specifically designed for pets. Um, we've got partners uh, around the country that help us out with special equipment and trailers and being able to take very, very good care of, of pets. Uh, typically what would happen is if you have, let's say a, a dog or a cat that you're bringing with you, uh, then you would arrive at the EAA just like everyone else, but we have a separate pet registration area and there'll be signs there for how to, where to find that. It's just on the side of the building. Um, we, we have plenty of area for uh, exercise, be able to take your animal um, out to, to get um, relief or whatever, you know, so that they're not stressed and just stuck in a crate immediately. But then you will uh, register them with our pet registration group. Um, and what we expect to have is that we'll have one of our, our uh, partners there that has uh, special trailers, air conditioned, they'll have food, water. Um, we ask that you bring food with you, uh, but we'll take care of the water and the, the, um, the, the crating and that type of thing. So we'll, we'll take your animal and assure you that we'll do the very have the very best care for them. And then you will get registered inside um, to travel. Uh, we typically have one location. We won't know until the event arrives where which city that might be in. Um, there is a possibility that you might be separated from your pet in the sense if that was just necessary, if our evacuation um, partner filled up and we had to go somewhere else, but, but be assured that your animal will be taken care of and they will get to safety and you'll be reunited um, on the other end. Now, service animals um, are a different, handled differently. Certainly those that bring service animals um, to the facility, uh, we 
allow those as the um, ADA requires. They, they are allowed on the buses to stay with you. Um, we have a veterinarian on site uh, typically that's able to help assess um, if there's question about whether this is actually a service animal or not. Um, we also do uh, try to accommodate, let's say, uh, we have someone on a bus with a, an, a dog and someone near them has allergies. Uh, we're gonna try to make move, you know, move people around a little bit so that we can um, adjust for everybody's needs. So now if someone's evacuated using the EAA, are they guaranteed to ride back into the county and how does that process work? Absolutely, uh, it's kind of like if you go back to the date scenario, uh, went to, you went on that date with a person, and so you expect that person to bring you back. We're going to bring you back. Um, uh, you'll be at the facility, and at, at those facilities, our partner facilities, will make sure that uh, when we look, you know, your announcements for your bus return trip is announced, then that you get back on, grab your belongings, and, and load up. Um, everybody's for some reason, some I think one year we actually got more people back. Uh, <laughs> we still haven't figured that that one quite out yet, but we actually got more people back. So I don't know if somebody said we're going to Savannah, come on, get on the bus. <laughs> but uh, but you're definitely guaranteed a trip back. Uh, it may not be the exact same bus you rode on because these are chartered services, but you will be guaranteed a, a, a ticket and a seat back to Savannah. And then when you get here, we'll we'll provide the transportation uh, back to coordinate through, through CAT and uh, get you back home and uh, safely. So that's what we, that's what we do, I mean, that's, that's the job. But, you know, just to add a little bit to what Gina was saying, we're, most of the folks that are involved with EA are also pet lovers. So, you know, you know, we, we know it's hard to separate from your pets and things of this nature, but rest assured, we're going to do all we can really to take care of your animals as, as best we could as you would. Uh, now, if they don't want to leave us and go back home to you, now that's not our fault, but we do a good job with the animals as well. So, but uh, and people should also, another point set out and, and, and Chelsea, I think people should be aware of is that not only preparing for your pets, but prepare for yourself. Make sure that you bring enough medications to last you at least, you know, three to five days, depending on how long you may be gone things to this nature so just it's just an added thing that i think that's very important a lot of times people tend to forget that when they when they have to evacuate they're just in such a hurry but that's one of the most important things you need to make sure you grab your, your maintenance medicines okay yeah that is an excellent point kelvin and, and a great way a great way to wrap everything up so you guys we are in the middle of hurricane season edition here on our podcast so you're going to be hearing all kinds of preparedness tips and tricks of how you can be ready uh, and Kelvin's point is absolutely correct. We're gonna be talking about creating your emergency kit and things that you're gonna need when you go to evacuate. So thank you guys so much for joining us today and, and listening and tuning in uh, and talking about the evacuation assembly area. If this is a resource that you need or you think you might need in the future, keep this and make sure that you know what to expect. And, and now you guys know two faces that you will definitely see at the EAA and feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, so thank you guys again for joining us. I really appreciate it. Listeners, be sure to tune in next week when we are joined by the American Red Cross. And we're going to talk about what it is going to look like to stay in a shelter 
during the hurricane season of 2021. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. We're going to hear about it next week. So be sure to tune in and we'll see you then. Thanks guys. Thank you. Bye.